fresh cut trying to go. Dope ass in jabos. New whips on 24s. And I'm about to hop on them hoes. Yeah, they be on the nigga. Yeah, they want a nigga. They be on the nigga. Yeah, they want a nigga. Baby on the nigga. Yeah, they want a nigga. Baby on the nigga. Yeah, they want a nigga. You better keep your girl inside. Cause girls fucking niggas drive 745s. Yes, 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 yes. This is the day that Bootsy Badass has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. How the hell are you? I am fucking fantastic if I do say so myself. In case you didn't know, this is your people. Fresh Alina, aka Fresh, government name Sharika, coming at you with my very first podcast. Nigga, what? Can you believe it? I know I can't. You know, I had such a great time doing my appearances on the Combat Jack show and of course the read and I got a lot of just great feedback and I was not expecting it like first of all that was my first time ever trying anything like that so I was just a fish out of water I didn't know what I was going into I just know I was like, I want to try it at least and see what happens. And people really seem to like it. You know, y'all showed me so much love on Twitter and email and in the comment sections, just everywhere. And I just want to say that I appreciate it so much. And it, you know, pushed me to believe that podcast it may be something that I wanted to to try I you know took some time to think about it and here I am months later but here I am so let's get this thing started y'all already know well if you follow me on twitter or if you are familiar with my website crunktastical.net you know my enthusiasm about Lil Bootsy. So you already can probably just put together in your mind what the fuck I'm going through right now this week. It has been so emotionally charging for me because after four years at Angola State Prison in Louisiana, Lil Bootsy is home. Lil Boosie is a free man and I could not be any more happy about it. When I logged my ass on Twitter that night and saw all the messages people were sending me about this man, I just knew at first that oh, they done got the, the dates messed up again, something going on, whatever. This this ain't true. But when I logged on NOLA.com and saw Lil Bootsy release breaking news, like right at the top, big old bold red letters, my soul cried out hallelujah. And I've been rejoicing ever since then. 
a little background about how I became a Lil Bootsy fan. I first heard Lil Bootsy during my time at Job Corps. My roommate, Sticks, shout out to Sticks, <laughs> would play the Gangsta Music album from Sun Up to Sundown. And the, that album is Lil Bootsy and Webby, both of them doing their thing. And I just was so conflicted about his voice because it took me a while to warm up to it. And this is what I want to let people who are just now starting to listen to Bootsy's music know that give yourself some time to warm up to his voice because... I wasn't an instant fan. I thought it was so pitchy and just wrong. But, you know, I ain't have no choice but to listen to it. Because, like I said, my um roommate just killed it day and night. And after a while, I just really just got used to it and started knowing the lyrics and just liking the music. And I've been riding with Bootsy ever since then one of my favorite memories of Bootsy is when him and Webby performed at BT Spring Bling and I don't know what year that was but those two niggas was clearly rolling on somebody damn ecstasy hard I mean their jaws was locked I was like, who let these niggas on national television looking like this? Nobody tried to stop them. Nobody don't know no better at BEC. I was just at a loss for words. And, you know, I know when the nigga rolling on them beans. Don't worry about how I know what that looks like. But just know that I fucking know it. Anyway, to, I guess, celebrate um, Bootsy coming home and to, you know, give it some publicity. His record company, Atlantic Records, held a, a press conference slash kind of like a media day, you know, just introducing him back to the public. The press conference was hosted by Angela Yee and... Most of you guys listening know Angela, of course, as one of the co-hosts of The Breakfast Club. Super popular, dope-ass radio show. Of course you know about it. All right, so let's get into it. That shit. Lord. Okay. Th that press conference looked like a VH1 reunion special. When I logged on to the website and saw how they had everything set up. I just knew this was a Mona Scott Young production and you know, th this is going to be just something that I wasn't going to be ready for emotionally. The first 15 minutes or so of the press conference felt like I was at a Southern Baptist funeral. Now I say that because, you know, at least in the South, I don't know how they do things other places but during funeral services they have 
a portion of the uh, service where anybody can stand up and give their share their their fondest memories or, you know, talk about a story they want to share about the person who has passed away. I want to say that it's called giving um, your resolutions or something like that. Like, it's usually for two minutes. Or you're supposed to only be up there for two minutes. But you know how niggas do. And they always stay their ass up there for way longer than that. But that's exactly what it felt like in the beginning. When Bun B got up there sounding like the uncle who blesses the food at cookouts and fish fries, I knew it was going to be an interesting Monday afternoon. First off, let's just go ahead and get this shit out of the way early. But me somehow compared Bootsy's freedom to that of Nelson Mandela's. And, you know... To Bumby's credit, I'm going to just say maybe he was looking for words to just fill in the spaces and, you know, it sounded good inside his head. So he decided to say it out loud so the rest of us could hear it. But Black Twitter let his ass have it. And Bumby is a very intelligent dude and I would never try to play him out, but nah, nigga, nah. Yeah, I want to thank the hip-hop community for being here and standing in arms with Lil Boosie. So a lot of people trying to put salt in the game right now. You'd be surprised to see how many people don't want to see a young black man come home from prison and succeed. But we're going to put an end to that kind of talk, that kind of mentality. We're going to show people the reality is that when you keep it 100 with the people, the people will wait as long as possible to stand up for you. They waited years for Mandela, they waited years for Pimp C, they waited for Pac, and they waited for Boosie and Boosie is home and we can't be more than happy for that you know what I'm saying so on behalf of the family on behalf of the record company on behalf of the game I want everybody to make sure that we give Boosie a nice warm welcome home you know what I'm saying he, okay he just should have left that shit at Tupac Pimp C and threw Boosie in at the end but no he had to go bring Nelson Mandela into the mix and as much of a Boosie fan I am Hell no, I don't think that nigga getting out of jail is anywhere close <laughs> to to being on that level. Like, it's not even in the same stratosphere. What the fuck? Like, maybe if he wanted to compare it to, like, a, commem a commemorative stamp about Nelson Mandela that is about to drop, the post office going to release next month or something. Oh, okay. You got my co-sign with that. Maybe. But anyway, after he said all that, I kind of just zoned out until young Jeezy came and got on the microphone. And Jeezy is like a president of A&R or something like that at Atlantic. And so he got up there sounding like, of course, Jeezy. Jeezy always just, I don't know, I could take a leave him. I left him on Monday afternoon. Like, love his music, but his personality is so, like, dry sometimes. But, you know, he is who he is. But he got up there sounding like everybody's neighborhood dope boy when they first come home from serving time and decide to turn over their lives to uh to Christ or whatever and get baptized. And then the following week, you catch their ass in Walmart buying pirates dishes like it, it, uh, anyway next up Webby 
got his monkey ass up there and gave y'all niggas just what y'all wanted. And when I say monkey ass, I say that in the most loving way like I could possibly say it because Webby don't give a fuck about us and what we think. And you know what? We need to be more like Webby and less like the fucking world. If you ask me, Webby needs to be hosting his own masterclass on the own network. Oprah, fly that nigga out. How bad do you need them ratings? If any of y'all listening to this know any programming directors or anybody over there at home, slide them this idea. I'm giving you this shit for free. I need Webby on a masterclass right now because we all got areas in our lives that we trying to work on and self-esteem exercises that we really need to be doing webby has mastered all of this shit it's up to us to get on his level but anyway webby got up there he was flirting with angela giving a hug he's the only other person other than um bootsy who sat in a damn throne more about that shit later but um he got up there giving honor the trap god for bringing boozy home and just being webby you know working working the room and i I loved him for it i was entertained completely <laughs> then you know boozy's mom miss connie got up there on the mic said a couple words and i don't have no shade for miss connie y'all ain't getting it out of me sorry i love the lady that's her son i mean of course she's super happy that he's home then Bootsy lawyers came and addressed the media, whatever. All right. So it was two nervous looking niggas and a white man. The black lawyers got up there and basically told the media like, hey, don't be asking no fuck ass questions. Don't be trying to pry about, you know, shit that may jam him up legally or whatever, which is fine. Understandable. But then the daddy from different strokes followed up and got up there and started quoting bootsy lyrics that he probably looked up on rap genius the night before in the words of a song that's out there right now spinning wildly on the radio it's time to show the world <laughs> that threw me all the way fucking off because first of all let me tell y'all that man reminded me of the life insurance man who used to come door to door in the hood selling policies back in the 90s and early 2000s when niggas really killing each other real bad where I was at. And I could not stand that fucking man because he always tried to connect with us by talking about some shit that he thought niggas cared about. Like he would just throw up conversations about and one street ball mixtapes that used to come on um, ESPN2 early in the morning. Like, nigga, do your job. Why is you trying to, you know, connect with me? And we ain't got no money to be buying no fucking life insurance like that anyway. But my mama being a good Christian woman that she is, always wanted to hear him out. But that just used to just rub me the wrong way. And that's what that fucking man was like. Boosie better than me. Way better than fucking me. So after all that, Badass finally came out and glory be to God, he wasn't wearing any coogee. I was so surprised like to see him in something else. I was expecting him to come out in some nice coogee, a coogee short set or something or a nice outfit from 
it's fashion, the men's part, or city trends. Like, no. He came out, I think, wearing Gucci. <laughs> I've been free for 28 years, and I ain't got my ass in no Gucci yet, but God is good, like Webby said, anyway. But Boosie looks good now. You know, he put on some weight. That that prison P90X got him right? Shit, maybe I need to take my ass to jail. Like, have y'all seen Remy Ma lately? Listen, she's looking good, too. So, maybe I need to get indicted on a few felonies this summer. And by the time y'all see me next year, a bitch will be bad. But anyway, so, there we had little, little Bootsy and Angela sitting in these two gaudy-ass goddamn thrones. Like, I don't even know how these people... Where did they find this furniture at? These thrones. Like, this shit look like something that Dwight Eubanks from Real Housewives of Atlanta would have in his house or something like purchased at a drag queen's yard sale. Like, why? How y'all come? What? Is this Empire One somewhere? Anyway... The questions Angela asked Bootsy was pretty basic, but like, whatever. You know, going shopping, that's the first thing. But I'm sure before you hit the mall, there was something else you did. So what was the first thing? Oh, the first thing I did as soon as I got out the gates, I went to Baton Rouge and picked my kids up. <laughs> my lawyer was saying, no, you can't go to Baton Rouge. My mom and everybody say, I'm going to get my kids. <laughs> so I went straight, got my kids, and uh, we just went played at the hotel all night. That's the first thing I did. And how many children do you have? A football team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect um, his label to try to set him up <laughs> to look crazy or to answer no dumbass shit. So that's fine. But eh, the the press conference really was like a bunch of hype for really nothing. I don't I don't really you know think it was as as great as people thought it was going to be. It was interesting to watch. On a Monday afternoon in the middle of the damn work day, but it was just all hype. Like my whole Twitter timeline was just like, this is the most hyped up press conference since LeBron James' decision. I'll let y'all, you know, decide if that's true or not, but whatever. Like it, it was pretty fucking boring. Now, if you want a more in depth interview, I highly suggest heading over to Rap Radar and check it out. Um, B-Dot sit down with Bootsy. Like, he covered a lot of topics and questions that I know I care about as a fan and that other people who are also fans should, you know, would be concerned about and they should check out. But, you know, since that time, Bootsy has been hard at work. Or at least that's what his Instagram indicates. Like, he's been in the studio. He's been shooting music videos. Just doing his thing. And I'm so excited about what is going to happen when he finally gets the okay to be able to travel around freely and leave the state or whatever. All I know, y'all, is that Jacksonville fucking Florida is going to cease to exist as a civilization when Bootsy touched down. Because, let me tell y'all the story. When OJ the Juice Man first came out and he did his first live show in Duval, 
niggas came out in packs to see this man. Like, the whole week leading up to his show, bitches was like, I'm going to see Juice. I'm going to see Juice. Girl, you need to get like me. We going to see Juice. I'm like, Juice, what? Are they having a, a special anniversary screening for the movie? No, girl, Juice Man, he performing that plush. You ain't going, you ain't knowing. Me, me, and the nigga that I am, of course, I want to see what everybody else going to be doing so I can laugh. And so I went to the show and it was wall to wall hoods, niggas, dreads, and gold teeth, and a white t shirts as far as I could see. It had looked like a fucking Todd commercial. Like, it was just one of my most exciting ass nights. But also knowing that at the end of the day, this is still Duval County. My black ass got up out of there 30 minutes before the club actually closed because I already knew how your cousins was going to act. And I'm so glad I did that because that night when they did close the um club and they let it out or whatever, some idiots were in the parking lot and they waited for everybody to start walking out the club and they just started like oh they opened fire on the crowd of people coming out the club and i think they actually shot three people like three people got hit i don't think nobody died but like who the fuck that's too much and you know i'm I'm just glad that the base God spared my life and I got up out of there and that's one of the only reason why like I'll go over to Jacksonville these days because I live in Georgia so you know Jacksonville isn't that far from where I'm at the only reason why I'm going to Jacksonville is to give me some damn garlic crab blades and that's about it or I may you know go hit up um the flea market I do Norwood I love the flea market one thing about me I am cheap as hell so I know I can go get a lot of shit like different things for my house for the extra low like or just other like basic like household products like um laundry detergent fabric softener whatever like them niggas go wherever they get it however they get it and get like the big old sam's club size shit and sell it to you for like a fraction of the price now, how they get it, that's between them and their God or whoever they answer to. But I know I am saving money and helping another African-American entrepreneur. I'm just doing my part. So, you know, I go for garlic crab and to buy hot shit that somebody done stole out somebody else stole. That's it. I ain't going to Jacksonville to post up. But... I will be in the fucking building when Bootsy books that first show. I, oh, I'm just getting so excited just thinking about it. I've actually had the opportunity to see Bootsy perform um, before, like maybe a year, year and a half before he went away. I saw him rock the stage in brunswick georgia at a back to school jamboree i like it was something i don't i don't even know how to explain it like that it was like on a saturday that entire day they had things set up for kids like performances little kids 
come on stage singing and pop blocking and all that good mindless behavior shit. But as like the days turn into night, you started seeing more adults than children and just started turning into some grown people shit. But the kids were still out there. And so Boosie came on stage and started performing or whatever and killed it. You know, performing all of his hits at the time. And then he just stopped and was like, y'all little motherfuckers, talking to the kids now, y'all little motherfuckers better stay in school and, and get on y'all shit and do y'all work. It was just so like, oh my God. It was one of the most memorable nigga moments I've ever witnessed in my life. And I loved every minute of it. What a lot of people who don't live in the South fail to understand is the hood embraces Bootsy like lemon pepper wings and freeze cups. Okay? It is what it is. It's, it's not no grand explanation behind it. It's not because he has these complex lyrics and this it's not none of that. It's just we are able to relate to the shit that he raps about on an organic level because we can actually go through a whole entire day of doing certain things that he mentions in songs. Whereas if you're an artist from another, um, you know, part of the country, we don't have that culture that you have. And people fail to acknowledge that, you know, it's other major cities in the South that aren't Miami. That's not Atlanta. That's not Houston. And we just, it, it's a it's a different type of of vibe and way of living. And he just speaks what we are able to see and connect with. And this is where I, you know, I challenge people who aren't regular listeners of Bootsy's music to just approach it with an open mind and, you know, and open ears like at least try to get familiar with some of his music because you may be able to find you know songs that you you can you can like um i know for myself the same way that i love project window by nas that's one of my like favorite nas songs it's like the same way i feel when i listen to my struggle um by Bootsy it's like the same vibe I get so you know I just say go beyond the songs that they had music videos for or that you may have heard on the radio and really take some time out to get to know this man's body of work if you like it, great. If you don't 
whatever. I'm not going to eat your fucking lunch over it either way. But hopefully you'll be able to better understand why so many people in the South just love this man. So, yeah, take some time out, you know, to at least become familiar with it. Just whatever you do. Ugh, don't be a fake ass fan. Cause let me tell you something. That's lame as hell. That shit may fly online and with black Twitter. But if you try that in real life with somebody like me, who an actual fan, we gonna embarrass you every time. Because if you can't tell me what year Boosie grabs his plate up off the lunch table. Don't be trying to, you know, get no cool points from me. Hopping in my mentions, talking about how much you love this nigga and you don't know nothing about it. Ugh, I, I, don't, I don't fuck with people like that. I don't like that. Be yourself. If you don't know nothing, that's good. That's, you know, at least be honest about that. At least that leaves room for you to, to discover something new. But all that other shit people do on Twitter, that's a... I'm going to have a whole nother podcast about that. I'm going to leave that alone. But just know, if your ass want to act, you can leave your ass where you at. Because I'm not dealing with it. I'm not fucking with that. You don't get no, no cosign from me for that fake ass shit. But anyway, on a more positive note, I ain't mean to just black out like that. Uh, 2014 has been great so far like it's really shaping up to be dope for me <sighs> outcast is going to be going on tour this spring and summer bootsy is home vh1 finally canceled fucking single ladies like i am having a legit great run like this is why I pay my tithe you know like I, I'm feeling the favor right now of God and that's that's real y'all you know and all that <laughs> all that good stuff also includes this podcast because honestly I don't know what the hell I'm doing but I'm having fun trying to figure it out and so hopefully you've enjoyed this. You know, this is like a little test run to see how things goes. And I, you know, I, I've really am embracing this um this platform. And so after you hear this, I really want you to hit me up on Twitter or email me. Or get at me on Instagram. My Instagram is Amy Trap House. My Twitter is Freshalina. And just tell me your thoughts. Just tell me anything. Or if you want to share a Bootsy story or whatever else, holla at me. Like, you know, I'm always around. So it's been super dope giving this a try. And, you know, We'll see what else happens. So on that note, 
I am out and I am going to enjoy the rest of my day listening to King Bootsy and just taking in all of this great just uh, spiritual renewal that he's given me. So I'm going to check y'all later. Bye.